or welcome back to the Femex Melanin Podcast. I'm your host, Raven Leah, and I'm so excited to be here again. I missed you guys. Um, I just had to film an episode two. I didn't know how long to wait. I wanted to let episode one, you know, simmer a little bit and then continue. But yeah, we're here. How have you been? I hope you're well. I hope 2021 is treating you well so far. I'm great. I'm vibing, you know, watching America fall apart. Honestly, just vibing though. We're not even a whole month into 2021 and we've already had our first major event. Before I go talking about this event, I have a message for Donald Trump. So if you're not Donald Trump, just close your ears. Dear Trump, control your clowns, please. Like, these clowns really broke into the Capitol. Like, they really stormed the Capitol. Like, what is this? Like, do they... This isn't Hunger Games. Like, bro. And funny thing is, most of these Trump supporters are Christians. Or they claim to be. Like, that's the most controversial thing I've ever heard. Like, I know... Like, I know God is just sitting up in heaven looking down like, Ciao, don't put my name in this. But no, I have a question. I have a question for the Trump supporters. I mean, I know I have some Trump supporters who listen to this podcast. We'll, we'll get into that later. But so answer me this. This is for you guys. Do you really think God is on your side? Like, no, no, please. Like, answer. Like, an- I need you. I need, I need an answer. Like, I want to know what you think. Because, like, after what happened yesterday with the Capitol being raided by... Trump supporters, like, I'm pretty sure y'all at least broke, like, one of the Ten Commandments. Oh, yeah, like, thou shall not have any other gods before me, isn't that one? Like, y'all are really out here worshiping Trump. I bet, I bet y'all talk about Trump more than you talk about God. Like, do you think God really called you to break into the Capitol? Like, did you hear him say that to you? Like, did the Holy Spirit tell you to do so? But, like, honestly, though, like, I don't think that was God who told y'all to do that, if I'm gonna be honest. That was most likely Satan, Lucifer, the devil, if you will. Like, y'all stormed the actual capital. I mean, like, (laughs) all I'm saying is y'all have no right to get offended anymore if someone kneels during the national anthem or doesn't stand up. Like, I don't want to hear Jack from y'all. So yeah, don't come at us with all that. You need to respect your country. No, you need to respect your country, sir. You need to respect your country by not breaking into the freaking capital. Like breaking into the capital and standing on all the furniture doesn't really it gives me it gives me very much ghetto, very much sore loser, very much white privilege. I've come to the conclusion that the Trumpies won't accept that they lost if Trump himself won't accept that he lost. Like I understand why they're still out here mad. My whole question was, where were the people who complained about the looting during BLM? During all those Black Lives Matter protests? Where are y'all? Like, no story posts, no tweets. Are y'all sleeping? Like, where are you? This is your time to speak out. Like, where's Trump's tweet saying, when the looting starts, the shooting starts? Like, where, where, where are you? Where are you guys? It's just so funny to me how people want to be silent when black people are not involved. Like, whenever, whenever there's a black person involved, they're ghetto, thugs, rioters. Oh, and then you have Trump's video that he posted of him literally saying that he loves the people who broke into the Capitol. Like, that was the most contradicting message ever. What? Like, oh, so they're not thugs in your eyes, Trump? Like, bro, Trump is the reason this country's like this. Trump's the reason that we're divided. Like, the fact... That all of this madness is happening on his part 
proves that he's a crappy president. So I basically made a checklist. It's basically to prove like if you're a problematic president or not. So I'm going to go through it with you guys right now. So let's, let's see if Trump meets all the requirements. Okay, so you're a problematic president if number one, Twitter has to delete your account. That's true. Let's fact check that. Did that happen to Trump? Yep. Twitter and Facebook. I, th I think they deleted his account or like removed his content, but still that's the same thing. You're a problematic president if number two, you almost start another world war during your time in presidency. And yeah, as, as we can see now, uh, I don't even know what America's on right now. I don't know where we're going, but I wouldn't be shocked if there's another world war. Lastly, you're a problematic president if number three, the vice president dumps you and talks bad about you on television. Uh, let's see. Did that happen? Yep. Pence called Trump a sore loser. I think he said something along the lines of that. I'm pretty sure. Fact check me on that, but he did. I think he told Trump to like suck it up or something and accept that he lost. But dudes, I don't know. Like what type of reality show are we living in right now? It's crazy. Like Obama wasn't a perfect president, but like at least he didn't divide the country as much as Trump did. Like I don't remember any of this madness when Obama was in office, but honestly, listen, Joe Biden is not safe either. No, no man is safe on this podcast no man like i i saw what joe tweeted i think he tweeted something saying in response to the trumpies raiding the capitol he said we're better than this or something like are we joe are we no, no not we are they joe are they like this is america if you look at the history this is always how it's been that's exactly one of the reasons why i don't agree with trump's slogan make america great again when was america ever great Wait, no, let me, let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. When was America ever great for anyone other than white? Yeah, see, I have you thinking now. I have you thinking. That's the, that's the point of this podcast. I want to make you think back to the Capitol. Like I'm not, I'm not done with that story. I'm gonna talk about this for a while. Another thing is like, dang, is it that easy to get into the Capitol? Like, is it that easy to break in? Y'all can't afford better security for times like these. Aren't y'all preparing like security for times like these? Like, who was guarding the doors? Paul Blart? From Mall Cop? Like, who who was there? Like, where the heck was Secret Service? Were they on lunch? Like, there has to... This is the capital we're talking about. Like, all I know is someone needs to get fired. Like, honestly, someone needs to get fired. I, I saw this TikTok. He was, this dude was naming everything that, like, has better security <laughs> than the capital. And I came up with my own. And I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna display them here for you guys to hear. Here is my list. This is the list of the top three things that are way harder to break into than the Capitol building. First, we have the facial recognition lock on the iPhone. <laughs> See, like if, if you just woke up and you're trying to unlock your phone with face recognition and you're looking tore up, you're looking crusty, don't expect to not have to manually put in the code because that iPhone ain't gonna recognize you. Like, you really have to position your face and make yourself look like you, which is the weirdest thing to me. But, like, the the iPhone literally won't let anyone in. Like, that top-notch A1 security right there. I think the Capitol needs to reach out to Apple and figure out something. They need to figure out a plan. Like, oh my gosh, especially with mask. I'm in the store. Like, I'll literally be in the store and I have a mask on. I'm trying to open my phone. And it's like, nope, sorry, you're not Raven. Like, you're manually gonna have to punch that password in yourself or... Take your mask off and risk getting corona. You pick. Like, there's no in between. Because that iPhone isn't letting you in. So, number two on the list of things that are way harder to get into than the Capitol is the make sure you're not a robot thing that you do when you're signing up for accounts. 
like literally don't let it fool you especially the ones where it says click all the boxes that have like a traffic light like i get so scared like i don't know why that makes me nervous i know i'm not a robot i know like i will psych myself out and like make myself think that i i see like the corner of a traffic light in this picture i'm like wait what if they're tricking me this is a setup but honestly they ain't gonna let no robots get in like if you have bad vision don't don't expect to get into whatever account you're trying to sign into because nah that that's not gonna work they're not gonna let anyone in if you can't see the traffic lights you're not getting in don't expect to log in anytime soon lastly but certainly not least on the list of things that are way harder to get into than the capital is the flintstone vitamin bottle yes you heard me right you're like honestly to get into that thing you're gonna you're gonna need to at least eat like 10 of those vitamins to gain the strength to open up that thing like that child lock on the top of the bottle will be locking adults out too like bro you're, you're not getting into that. I see why you really can't get into that bottle. Like, because honestly, whatever they're putting into those Flintstone vitamins, like whatever's in that concoction can cure Corona. Like that stuff is strong. So I get it. If you're not Hulk, you're not getting into the bottle. And that concludes my list. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The capital needs to step up their game. Like where was the rubber bullets? Where was the tear gas? Where was the National Guard? Like, where were y'all? But it's crazy how the government will go to extreme measures when it comes to, like, Black Lives Matter protest and fighting for racial justice. But they'll do the least when it comes to a bunch of sore loser Trump supporters showing off their privilege by breaking into the Capitol. Like, what is that? Like, what did they gain? Like, what did they gain from that? And bro, like, I, I heard that one lady got shot and killed yesterday which is that's that's crazy to me but honestly i'm not surprised like do you know how many people got shot and killed during the black lives matter protest who shouldn't have died like they were fighting for a cause what were these trumpies doing out there being sore losers breaking a lot of laws most trumpies stand for the second amendment right right so like what's the problem the right to bear arms like, y'all stand for the right to bear arms, right? If you step on someone's property, boom, dead. What shoes she got on? <laughs> oh my gosh, I saw one tweet about it. This person said, dang, this girl got to meet Ronald Reagan and stand in the Capitol on the same day. And I'm like, no, no. I hate Twitter. I'm deleting Twitter. Twitter makes everything better. Like every situation. Where would we be without Twitter? Maybe actually using sources. Honestly, on a real note, I feel bad that this lady was ignorant enough to worship a man who doesn't even know she exists. That's what I'm taking from it. She really got her life ended over the orange man. That's crazy, but honestly, y'all, all I can say is she'd still be alive right now if you Trump supporters ain't gas her up. Like, this is your fault. Same thing goes for the girl who was crying on video when the guy asked her what happened. She's like, I got maced. I was trying to go into the Capitol. Like, you guys remember that video? Uh, I have to, like, if you search for it, you'll find it. I don't know how to explain it. But yeah, this girl's basically crying that she got maced and acting confused. Like, I'm sorry, you just committed a crime. Like, what am I supposed to say? Aw, for the first time in your life, your white privilege didn't protect you? Wow. Sucks to be you. It kills me at the end of the video when she's like, we're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. Pack it up, Katniss Everdeen. Pack it up. Pack it up. This isn't Hunger Games for the 50th time. These people are watching too much movies. Yo, but I just find it funny how before the election even happened, 
all the Trump supporters, they were like saying, because they thought they were going to win. If you guys remember, the Trump supporters were certain they were going to win because of their cocky President Trump saying that every day. Like, I don't know if you guys remember before the election, like they kept saying, well, if Trump loses, at least we're not going to like blow up the community like Black Lives Matter are and everything. They were like talking all that crap because they were so sure that they were going to win. That's what happens when you're cocky. Pride comes before the fall. Biden was never cocky. Biden's main plan was like, hey, I'm going to try to bring us all together as a president should do. Like Trump is the reason we're divided. As far as like the as far as black people, all we're doing right now is sitting back and observing. We're just watching. We're watching all this unravel and it's quite refreshing. Like all we're doing is sitting back and watching the Trumpies throw a tantrum. But nah, it's <laughs> no, it's like it's low-key fun and entertaining. Just watching white on white crime happen before our eyes. Like <laughs> why I'm definitely I'm calling this white on white crime. You don't understand. It was so exhausting fighting with Trumpies all last year. No, I'm just glad they decided to take their anger and white privilege to the Capitol where more white people with privilege work. Like, I, lo I love it. We love to see it. We do. But no, all I know is if Biden lost, we, we wouldn't be out there storming the Capitol because we don't care that much. We have bills to pay. We have family to take care of. That's another thing. Like, when they decide to storm the Capitol, like, they, they arranged all this to happen. Like, when they decided, did they get babysitters? um did they take off of work like did, do they not have jobs are all trump supporters like retired like i don't how, how did they all just get together and assemble that but honestly no the reason like biden supporters or whatever wouldn't do that is because we don't care that much we don't worship political leaders like trumpies do biden is not paying our bills like we want what's best for this country but we're not going to risk our life we have stuff to do but honestly thank you trumpies for the content 2021 was definitely looking a little boring for the first like four days so thank you for that thank you so much but honestly bro 2021 just started like god really said i'm gonna give y'all like a good four to five days to move in and make yourself comfortable and then boom like could he give us more time like to breathe like 2020 was hectic for us god wasted no time like no i just feel like this all happened at once like i remember waking up yesterday with headlines Trump supporters storming the Capitol and then Kanye West and Kim divorced and Pence broke up with Trump and Caillou getting canceled. Like what? Huh? Like, okay. And listen, as far as the Caillou thing, that show has been out for a long time. Like we all knew that was toxic. Like Caillou would always be snapping on his little sister. Like Caillou did not play. He would be crying. Like he would be, he was older than his little sister, Rosie. Yet he was always crying. But no, honestly, I'd be crying too if I was bald. Like, Caillou was the reason I had anger issues as a child. Like, he was he was no role model. He, Caillou never said that he was a role model. I don't understand why he's getting canceled. But honestly, I don't know why y'all are just figuring that out. I've been new. We've been new. Whoever's watched Caillou, we've been new. There was something up with that kid. But enough of the Caillou crap and Trump stuff for now. I got a bunch of great feedback from the first episode, which was cool. I'm so happy y'all took the time to listen and enjoy it and share it with people. That made me so happy. So there was a part in the first episode of me talking about um, people settling for the bare minimum when it comes to white people and all that stuff. I mean, there, there was this one white dude who got pressed 
he got really pressed over what I said. But maybe I'll get more into the story. I don't know how much I want to share about it, but it was, it was pretty funny. I told myself, like, when I decided to make this podcast, I knew everyone wouldn't be 100% down with what I say. And that's completely okay. That's fine. Like, I realized that if everyone likes you, like, in any, in, in any aspect of your life, like, whether it's podcasting or film or whatever, if everyone likes you, you're doing something wrong. You should never... You should never strive for having everyone to like you because that's just proving that you're a people pleaser. But honestly, though, it was it was really cool to have my first little hater. Like this this one particular person, this dude who was like hating on it. He was sending it. I don't know. He was sending it to another dude or something to make fun of it or whatever. And I just found it so heartwarming. Like it went to my head. I'm like, I'm that popular. Oh my gosh, people are talking about, people are actually talking about me to other people when I'm not even thinking about them. When I literally forgot they existed, they're talking. Like, I don't know if it sounds like I'm being petty right now, but I honestly was like, what? I literally didn't even know you followed me and you're stalking my page worrying about what I post? That just proves I'm the main character. I'm kidding. I mean, we're all the main character in our own lives, guys. I'm not being cocky. Like, no, like this dude really took the time out of his day to worry about what I post, like to worry about what I say. You really took the time to send it to people. Like, thank you so much for that extra view. Thank you. Like, honestly, it's fan behavior. It literally is fan behavior. Last episode, I talked, I think I talked a lot about this, but it was about me unfollowing people and everything who like, like basically the people I would follow because I li literally didn't believe that Black Lives Matter. I want to expand on that a little more because there's some, there's some more stuff I wanted to say about that. Like, I remember how after I would, this always happened after I unfollowed someone after they posted, like, I just voted for Trump. I love him. Like, I would literally just go, okay, go to your profile unfollow, move on with my life. Honestly, that's all I did. They would, they would go, they would post on their story because other people would tell me, they would send it to me. They'd be like, wait, what just happened? Did you just unfollow this person? Because they're like posting, <laughs> posting this on their story. And what they always post is the same crap. It says this. I don't understand why we can't still be friends if our political views don't agree. And I'm like, huh? This has nothing to do whether or whether or not like you and I believe in gun control. Like that's something we can fight over. That's something we could still be friends over. But I'm sorry. This is beyond politics. Like you decide to be a Trumpy and praise a dude who clearly is racist and sorry, but we can't be friends. They, like they always say, we can be friends and disagree. I'm sorry. No, no, we can't. You actually don't think that my life matters. Therefore, our friendship really doesn't matter to me. So I'm sorry. We, we can't. I don't know. Another thing I'm just so tired of seeing is white people posting on their stories like around like the BLM movement and all that stuff. They're like, I'm not black, but I see you. I'm not black, but I hear. Don't post that ever. Delete it. Delete it now. Delete it. It's corny. It's cringy. Like out of all the things... You could say you decide to reshare a post. Like, okay, that clearly just doesn't make you racist anymore because you posted that. Thank you so much. I don't know, but it's, I promise you there's a pattern. The people who always post stuff like that are the people who use the N-word. Did I lie? I didn't. No lie detected. I can't, I, I have a story. I cannot make this up. I cannot make this up. There's this white dude I followed. And around like George Floyd time, he posted and he's like, I'm quoting this, okay? I'm quoting this. I'm not making this up. He says, and I quote, I'm so tired of racism. Like y'all in words need to do better. What did he say? Like, 
what did he say? What did he? I remember seeing that story and I'm like, I never screenshot people's stories, but I screen, I screenshotted, I screenshotted that thing so hard. Like I, I choked, I choked. And I'm like, it's always the white Florida boys who do this. It's always, always, it's it's always. They really are the guys who use the N-word the most. Wait, honestly, no, no. Don't get me wrong. It's not just the white guys, not just the white people. I see the Hispanics too. I I do. I'm not going to excuse that. I'm not going to excuse it. Again, no man is safe. No man is safe on Femex Melanin. No man is safe. I'm calling, I'm calling all of y'all out right now. And then when I confront like the Hispanics about it or whatever, they always, they'll be like, oh no, no, it's okay. It's, It's okay. I can say it. I grew up in the hood. But did your ancestors grow up in slavery? Like, what? Nah, like, does that give you a pass if you grew up in the hood? There is no inward pass. PSA. There is no inward pass. There will never be an inward pass. Out of all the words you can use, you want to use the one word that you shouldn't be using. And oh my gosh, another thing that like, whenever I like confront someone about it, they'll be like, oh no, it just, it just slipped out. What? So racial slurs just slip out of your mouth? How, do, how does that work? H- how does that work? Like I saw this TikTok. I really wish I could find it so I can credit her because it was literally genius. It was a genius way of thinking and I want to credit her because I, I didn't come up with this. But this is what the TikTok basically said. She was like, okay, so say someone said, I'll give you $1,000 if you don't say the word. It was this random word that no one would ever say um, in, on the daily. I'll just say, uh, what's... Okay, placebo comes to mind for something. Placebo. Um, so say someone challenges you and said, okay, I'll give you $1,000 if you don't say placebo all day. Okay, so you get, you get challenged for that. So would that, would that be really hard for you, like the listener? Would you personally, do you think you'd be able to do that challenge? Would you succeed? I would succeed. I'd be getting that $1,000. Would, would that be hard for you? No, it wouldn't because placebo is not in your everyday vocabulary. Like, it's not like you'd randomly be talking and then placebo just slips out of your mouth. I mean, it could slip out of your mouth if that's a regular word you use on a daily basis. But since it shouldn't be, you should survive the challenge, right? Same thing goes for the N-word. That's why I call bullcrap. Bullcrap. That's exactly why I call bullcrap when they say, oh my gosh, it slipped out. Like, nah, homie, you be saying that on the daily. Don't even, don't even lie. They'll always, they'll always be like, well, if the roles were reversed, Connor, the roles are reversed. They were always reversed. The roles are and always have been reversed. Oh my gosh. I saw something on Twitter that said, it really shocked me. It said, said Rosa Parks was alive long enough to see the first two Shrek movies. And I'm like what so like okay so when people come to me saying oh yeah forget about slavery forget forget about segregation like that was so long Uh uh-uh nope nope y'all really think like segregation happened millions of years ago so yeah i i think it's time to get into the topic of today's episode when i was thinking of a topic i'm like what do i want to talk about and i kind of want to keep my topics relevant to what's happening now and yeah so the topic i picked today is black men we are going to be talking about black men today because i'm because i decided to give white men a break i I decided i you're welcome you're welcome i'm i'm if you're a white dude i'm giving you a break we're going to be talking about black men right now 
Are we, are we going to be talking highly of black men? We'll see. We'll see. Again, no man is safe on the Femme X Melanin podcast. This is not called Male X Melanin. Femme X Melanin. No man is safe. This is not a safe space for men. I'm kidding. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. If you're a man, you could... You, listen. You can definitely listen and learn and expand your mind. I, I encourage it. I encourage it. Okay, so I don't know if y'all see those videos on TikTok and YouTube of like the guys or yeah, the guys going up to other dudes and asking them what their preferences in women or something. Like it usually happens at the mall. I remember I was at the mall with one of my friends before. And then <laughs> it's always so nerve wracking. The guys will come up to you with their little phone. They're using a mic. They're using their phone as a microphone and they'll start asking you questions. Like, what do you see in a guy? And I'm like, if you don't get out of my face, like back up. Like, I used to hate, I hate going to the mall. It's ghetto. It's ghetto. It's a bit ghetto to me. But no, I would always hate when that happened. But like, no, I see those videos on YouTube. And it's basically guys will go up to other guys and ask, um, what's your preference in women? Like, what, what type of women would you date or whatever? And I'm seeing a pattern. And it's going to be addressed today. The question will literally be, what's your preference in women? And most of the time, the black guys will respond, well... I don't date black women because they're loud and rude and annoying. And I'm just like, did this man ask you why you don't date black women? No, he asked you what your preference was. Like, they'll literally be like, yeah, I don't date black women because they're just so, you know, loud and all that stuff. I, 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 I date white women. That's why. Like, I, I, I prefer white women over black women. And it's just, it just, it's far-fetched. Like, what? Like, these people literally asked you what your preference was. Not why you don't date white, why you don't date black women. Like, here's the thing. This is what I always say. You can have preference. You could date whoever you want to date. But what you're not going to do is sit here and bash black women. for Because it's your own insecurity, something deep down inside that you're dealing with as a black man. Like, you're not, you're not going to do that. Like, how would your mom feel if she heard you talking about black women that way? And oh, and if you have sisters, how would your sisters feel? No, no, actually, how would you feel if another black dude came up to your sister and said, "Oh yeah, I don't like I don't like dating girls like you because you're loud and annoying." Like w- would would you like that? I don't know. It's just like it's always the black dudes who do that. Not all black dudes, but I'm seeing a pattern of it and it's really gross and disgusting. I'm always like Who's going to tell this man that he literally came out of a black woman's vagina? He did. Like, no, I don't, I don't think you would like that. I don't think you would like if, if anyone came up to your family and said that about your sister or your mother. So, like, why are you saying it to black women? Why are you saying it about black women? The fact that that's always, like, their default response. If someone asks, if someone asks them what their preference is, it's like, oh, yeah, I don't like black women because... Who the heck asked you right now? Like, no one asked you that. And the fact that you keep responding that way shows that there's a deeper meaning that you need to pray about. Like, there's something that there's a hatred inside your heart against your own people that you need to figure out. It's gross. But honestly, like, whenever I hear I don't get pressed, it's like, I, I never get pressed. Like, people who say that type of stuff, they don't deserve black women. They don't. They don't. They don't deserve black women. In a side note, like, the people who do say that, it's always, like, the ugly black dudes. It's always the ugly black dudes who say that. I mean, no, and I don't want anyone getting pressed by me saying that because 
I'm feeding y'all the same energy. I'm feeding y'all the same energy. I really am. But it literally always is like the ugly black guys who be saying that. It's like, are you sure you even deserve to have any preference, my dog? Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. No, I'm kidding. Not really, but I'm kidding. Next up, we have the colorist. And if you guys don't know what like colorism is, I'm going to kindly explain it to you. Because the more you know, guys, we're, we're learning, we're growing together. So I looked it up on Google and it said, here's the definition. Colorism is discrimination based on skin color, also known as colorism and shadyism. I don't know if I said that right. It's a form of discrimination in which people who are usually members of the same race. If that didn't really make sense, let me explain it this way. So say a black guy says, I don't date dark skins because I like light skins. They're prettier. Yeah, pretty stupid, right? How are you going to be hateful towards your own race? And again, it's always the dark-skinned boys who say they don't date dark skins. Like, what is that? Y'all really hate yourself. Y'all need to pray about that. Self-love. Like, oh my gosh. Like, bro. Like, I'm sorry, bro. Look in the freaking mirror. Like, do you... Honestly, though, be, like, guys like this, before you even think of pursuing and dating a girl... You should really figure out if you love yourself first, honestly, because that's not stupid. It really is. And I hate it. I hate hearing guys talk like that. But back to colorism. Colorism is such a thing. It's, it's such a thing in the entertainment industry. Like I saw Zendaya. She, Zendaya, if you guys don't know who Zendaya is, she's mixed. She's an actress, singer, beautiful, stunning woman. She's mixed. So I, I heard, I saw a story of her turning down a role because the role was meant for a woman with darker skin than her and i applaud that most actresses are usually hungry for roles like whatever role they get they're gonna go with because it's it's money but i literally appreciate zendaya turning down a role because it was supposed to be played by a darker skinned woman like we need more people like zendaya in the entertainment industry who recognize racism and colorism and actively try to do something about it so i really applaud her for all that she does but no, nah. like I literally see, I literally hate seeing black on black hate in the community because it's gross and toxic. Like as a black person, you're, you're going to have to deal with some type of racism, like at least once in your life by a white man or whatever, like that's going to happen. But the last thing we really need in the black community is hatred and colorism towards each other. It's stupid. Let's cut it out. Let's stop it because it's unneeded unnecessary we need to love each other like imagine if we as black people came together and loved each other on the inside and out like we'd be unstoppable we'd make it wakanda we would make it wakanda up in this place back on the entertainment industry when we see a film that has a black person in it person of color it's always like light-skinned people and there and this is another reason why young girls are growing up not liking their skin and feeling like they need to bleach their skin and you know why it's because our own black men in our community don't even think they're beautiful. And another reason why young black girls think this way is because the only people they see on TV are people who look like Zendaya and Lighter. Like, I'm proud of Hollywood for adding diversity, but we're definitely not where we need to be. I saw this one video on my TikTok and it made me so angry. So basically, the mom and dad tricked their daughter. The daughter's like eight years old or whatever this is a white family the mom and dad are telling her to open her present under the christmas tree and she's about to open it once she opens it she sees it's a black 
baby doll. Like it's just a doll that's black. And the parents start laughing. Then the the kid starts historically crying. Like the the kid is like screaming. Like she's mad. And basically the parents did this to trick her. They want to see how she'd react. And I just like this is one of the moments where I think not everyone should be allowed to conceive a child. I'm sorry. Not th- no. These parents are raising up a racist. They're they're raising up a Karen, if you will. Like the fact that the child responded in that way showed how racist the parents must be. Like the parents did it as like a cruel joke. They're like, "Ha, huh, we got you a black baby doll." Ah, laughing and everything. That's so stupid. Honestly, I hope those parents choke on a Jolly Rancher. No, it's it's honestly so stupid and sad. No, but if we don't start raising kids the right way, we're going to have a whole other generation of racist people which is something we don't need we have other things to worry about like global warming back let's get back on point back to the film industry we need to see more black movies like i saw this meme the other day on twitter it was like amazon will be like celebrating black voices and then show a bunch of movies about segregation and slavery and that's so true i feel like that's all we have there's a few that are like not about that but i feel like majority is literally about slavery but no, when I say black movies, I don't mean that. I'm, I'm saying like we need to see more black superheroes, more black women spies. We need to see more black authors. Definitely black authors. Oh my goodness. I remember growing up reading books like Divergent and Hunger Games. And when they'd always describe the main character, they'd be like, and her skin was pale as snow and her hair was silky like the ocean, which made it easy for him to to run his hands through it. I'm just like reading the book with my bonnet on. I'm like, huh? Couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. Me with my box braids. I'm like, <laughs> the book's like, you wish that was you, huh? <laughs> but no, like I, I'm, I'm so serious. We need more, we need more POC creators, more POC writers, more black film majors that can change the film industry. Because listen, if you think about it, media and television plays a big role in the way we grow up. Like, we grow up watching movies over and over again and looking up to those people who played in the movies. So imagine if the next generation grew up seeing more creators of color and consuming great movies with main characters that look like them. Dang. We would be unstoppable. So listen, it's up to us. It's up to us. It's up to you. It's up to me. It's up to all of us to follow our dreams and succeed and change the whitewashed industry. Listen, like I said before, I don't expect my podcast to sit right with everyone. That is not and will never be my goal for this podcast. If everyone found my podcast to be warm and fuzzy, what difference or impact would I be making on the listener? If you are a black guy and got butt hurt by what I said earlier, good. That's the point. Like, if if you ever get butt hurt by anything I say, then what I said is aimed towards people like you. I'm sorry. I had like many white guys who listen to it. And some of them reached out to me saying, oh my gosh, I love the podcast. Were they offended by what I said about white men in the episode? No, you know why? Because the white men I was talking about in the episode had nothing to do with those particular white men. And they were able to see that. They were able to see that and still listen to it with an open mind. Like one of the main things I'm working on right now is not living up to people's expectations of me. Like I've had friends in the past who got mad at me for me stating my opinion like i'm sorry i don't think the way you want me to think but it's my life and at the end of the day i have to live with my own decisions not you and that goes for all the trump supporters as well all the white supremacists out there too at the end of the day you have to live 
with what you stand for. And if you believe in the afterlife, you will definitely be held accountable for what you did on this earth. <laughs> no biggie. You already know what time it is. Question time. So I asked on my story, what are your 2021 predictions? And I'm going to read a couple responses. The first response said, aliens will definitely invade. Do I agree? I don't know. I mean, if aliens were to come right now, it's a good time. We're not really doing anything. I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. Like nothing can surprise me at this point. After the Trumpies raided the Capitol, which I won't get over, anything could happen. The next answer I got for 2021 predictions was, your podcast will blow up. You know, thank you for saying that. I sure hope it does. But I'm chilling right now. I'm, I'm loving the audience I have right now, and I'm going to be grateful. I'm grateful for you, the listener who's listening right now. If you made it to this point, awesome. You're the best. I've had fun. I hope one day it will blow up and reach more ears because I have a lot to say and I enjoy doing this. The last answer I got was Corona will end. You know, I pray Corona does end. It's, it's, we're in 2021 now and it's like, I think it's almost been a year of Corona. Wait, will March make it a year or has it already been a year? I don't know. I have stuff to do. I miss going out. I miss going ice skating with my friends. I miss all of that stuff. So I, I sure hope that prediction comes true. Um, if you want to be a part of the next question time segment on the show, just follow Femex Melanin. I usually post them on the stories and you're able to like respond to the question sticker. And that's how it works. I'm sad. You know why? We made it to the end of episode two. We were having so much fun, but now it's time for me to leave, but not forever. I'll see you on episode three. Did that rhyme? Did that? <laughs> I hate that. Ew. Oh my gosh, I just rhymed. No. I I did not know that. Listen, this is not really scripted. I have bullet points, but I literally that would be so embarrassing if I scripted it like this and rhymed. I promise you I would never do anything like that. But ew, I hated that so much. I need to I need to leave. I'm going to go cry myself to sleep now. That was the most embarrassing thing ever. I want to add this new thing to the end of the show to see who really listens to my podcast because I had a lot of people tell me they listen to all of it. Hmm. I'm kidding. No, but I want to do this thing. Okay. If you made it to the end of the episode and you're hearing me speak now, I want you to DM me the DM me the clown emoji. Um, I, I picked clown because we were talking about Trump in the beginning and it's clowns. So I feel like that correlated with the episode. So if you made it to the end, I want to see who really makes it to the end of these podcasts. DM me the clown emoji. And I'll see who, who my true listeners are. Well, it's been great. Follow Femex Melanin on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. I'll see you on next episode. It's been real. Bye. We did it! We did it, Joe!